This is Devin Kraft from the Science Faction Podcast. You're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy the show. You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Oh, I love the way their foul little minds work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The Magic R-Way! Magic R-Way! Magic R-Way! Magic R-Way! The Magic R-Way Podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find this. For this episode, we are discussing the ghosts of Christmas past. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Doing good for the holidays. How y'all doing? We are doing well, sir. There you go, jingling, jingling. Grateful to be joined by your genius. Oh, same here. And also joining in our genius is our resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacation, the shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. Hey, Lee. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up, you man? You guys watch any good Christmas movies this week over the little holiday week we're going through? Or? Almost Christmas. Star Monique. Monique? <laughs> <laughs> Watched that the other day. Oh, uh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I was watching Moesha. <laughs> yeah, Moesha yeah. Fair Bear Christmas. And for today's show, we have long time a week and listener X Keith on our show, formerly of the WW Navigators. Hey, Keith, how you doing? Hey, guys. Happy holidays. How's everyone doing? Happy holidays indeed, sir. Tis the season. Yeah, same to you, sir. Happy COVID Christmas, Keith. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> COVID Christmas. COVID Christmas. It's a different kind of Christmas. It's a different mm. world what? where you come from. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, just to remind you on this holiday season, we now have an Amazon store in which you can buy books, movies, recording gear, pretty much anything that we will recommend at Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash magic our way. And today, as I stated at the top of the show, we are discussing the ghosts of Christmas past, and I will toss it over to Keith to give you a little tease about what we're about to hear. Keith, what do we got going on, sir? So today, you know, at this festive time of the year, I thought it would be good to kind of look back on all the different Disney Christmas decorations, celebrations, parades, fireworks, all that good stuff that they had in the past that no longer exist at Disney World. So guys, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go discuss some Christmas past magic. Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, here we are in December 2020, and we have Professor X, who's going to tell us about Christmas in Walt Disney World past, present, and future. In Christmas past, we're going to talk about stuff that doesn't exist anymore. 
No, it's gone. Right, Things that out. are gone, that are canceled, that are no right. longer existing. That is what we're going to discuss. We miss it out. In the ghost. We're missing out. We miss it out. We're we miss missing it out. out on the ghosts of Christmas past. And that is what Professor X is going to tell us about on this show. No, no, Keith, can you give us like a brief tease? Like, so when we're talking about things that don't exist in Disney anymore, what would that be? Show a little laid, Keith. So how about... Lights of Winter, yes. Osborne Lights, Holiday yes. Wishes, yes. Florian Pageantry of Christmas. Yes. There's All a that. ton of stuff that's no longer in the past. Yes. That's right. That's the it. Holidays. You guys missed it. Yes. Right. Right. That's cool. And then the next show, you're going to hear the Ghosts of Christmas Present. The Ghosts ah. of Christmas. These are the things thing. that if you went now, you, you can, can see. find in the park. Right now. Keith, a little tease. What are we going to be talking about the Ghosts of Christmas Present? Well, if you, you can see Epcot Festival of the Holidays, you can go over to the resorts and see various Christmas decorations. There's a lot going on right now, so uh, make sure you book with uh, Lee. Don't miss on it. That's right. you got about two weeks left to do that. <laughs> <laughs> hurry up. Hurry so, up. Hurry up. Well, that's kind of b****. Why don't you go? <laughs> Never mind. Book with Rachel Robert. Do say- <laughs> Jesus Christ, be somewhat hospitable. Hey, that's no hospitable Vika. I tossed you a boldly and you just destroy it? Come on. Man. Well, there is a rivalry there, sir. Lee, how many times have I called you up and said, hey, I got a trip. It's happening in three days. Book it. Every single damn time. That's, that's exactly <laughs> right. And that's how it's going to keep happening. And look, look, what is happening on Ghost of Christmas Future, sir? Well, let me get out my crystal ball and let me try to figure it out for you guys. That's why it's uh, Christmas future. Yes. But we'll sir. also talk about things that were canceled due to COVID this year. So That are coming back. Yeah, we hope they're coming back or maybe coming back. We have a good uh, reason to believe that they will be back in 2021. Is that not right, Keith? Yes, that is. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's just awesome. So look, let me uh, let me not belabor the point. Let me toss it off to Listener X. Oh, I'm sorry, Professor X, who's going to take us on this three-show journey, guys. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you stay tuned and listen to us and keep track of us on social media because you're going to want to hear these next three shows. The Christmases in Walt Disney World, past, present, and future. So Professor X, take it away, sir. Well, thank you. I knew my uh, college degree would come out for something someday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I love Thanksgiving so much and, you know, kind of used, used to be going to Disney World then for uh, Halloween. So I figured, hey, why not? Let's just dive into the past of Disney World Christmas history, did some research, and let's just kind of talk about it. Hey, yeah. I'll- can I tell you something? You've got all the holidays, sir. Yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that Disney Arbor Day special. You guys just wait for that one. And yes. you and you heard our last show on 350 where it was like, it's Thanksgiving. Where's Keith? And it's like, well, Keith has branched out. And who knows? You may hear a Christmas holiday special, a Valentine, Easter, 4th of July, Arbor Day, mm-hmm. you know, Mardi Gras. Who knows, man? You're going to hear a lot of stuff from Keith in the coming 2021. So it's going to be freaking awesome. I'm looking forward to working with Keith. It's going to be, you know, it's just to be a beautiful thing. He's serving it up. So, Keith, where are you going to take us first, sir? Well, let's first, you know, go way back to the opening of Disney World. So, on October 1st, 1971, obviously, Disney World opens. That's way back. 
Way, way back. Way back. Way back. And it goes a little something like this. None what? of us were even born yet. No, we were not born yet. So it's a October. No, Lee was born. Lee was totally born. Oh, Lee. no, I wasn't born yet because I was born in November. Keith, were you born? I was born in March '71. So yeah, oh! coming on the fiftieth. You're older than Lee. Yep. Oh my God, Lee, you look horrible. <laughs> Wait, Keith, do you remember when Disney World opened? Oh yeah, I was. Uh, you know, I had a little rattle in my mouth. I was about six, seven months old, but yeah, I remember hey, pretty vividly. Man, for me, sperm and egg did not join yet. No, they did not. No, they did not. <laughs> oh my God! Not until '74 did but- they join, and then in April '75, I became to be. On that evening in the bathroom of that scissor steakhouse, yeah, your daddy looked at your mama and said, "You're the one." You know what? I he and said, "I love you." <laughs> if he ain't first and last, Ricky Kevin, that's what he said. That's if he ain't it. First and last. He ain't first and last. So tell us, Keith, what happened in 1971? The All right, so the park opened in 1971, and obviously they had their first holiday season coming upon them. So what do you guys think that the Walt Disney Company did for um, Disney World Christmas decorations in 1971? Oh, they raped the chickens. They raped chickens? They rode off on the women. And the women. <laughs> yes. With the chickens. Yes, with the chickens. And pruned the hedges. Pruned the hedges. Of many, many a small, small village in Magic yeah. Kingdom. Yes. <laughs> no. They didn't do that, did they? I would imagine roller skates because we're talking the seventies. Oh. Disco balls for ornaments. Uh, Don Cornelius introducing yes. people to check out everything. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Don Cornelius. That's what I I'm had going with. Disco balls. <laughs> you still have disco balls, sir? I do. You shot a flashlight in those things. Light up the studio, there. and everybody's blind. It's great. Hey, Keith. Yeah. You know why they call them disco balls? Why? Could this go in your mouth? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the rivalry lives, man. Wow. That was awesome. <laughs> Shots are fired. Whoa. That one was bow. right across the bow there. Damn. Let me tell you, that was the boy. That was the look. That's <laughs> that how your line ended that tonight. Just, that was just stupid. <laughs> no, that was awesome. It was, it was a little stupid. It was no, a little stupid. No, he it sold it. Stupid. No, but he sold it. He totally sold but it. That was that worked well. This going oh. your that caught me unaware. Oh no! We should just drop his mic and walk away right now. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh. professor, say walk away. I'm gonna take this from here. I heard what he said to you, Lee. He said you spit. That's your best joke. You ain't got nothing else, Lee. You better All right. So in the seventies, so there was no disco ball. There were no bell bottoms in the in the Christmas yeah. era. Well, there was, but probably not at the Magic Kingdom in nineteen seventy one. I'm imagining lots of pencil. You, lots of yeah, pencil. Pencils, probably a good guess. Um, I mean, if you think about it, it was a new park. It opened in nineteen seventy one. So probably what they did is they probably looked at what they did for Disneyland Main Street, and they basically copied that right over and just dumped it on Main Street in in the Magic Kingdom. We do have an idea of how the park was decorated based on an Orlando Central newspaper article on December 12, 1971, and said that Walt Disney World's first Christmas would be a spirited two-week holiday full of cheer, tradition, colorful Disney character parades, and a religious pageantry of the season. So they had Utah decorations bring sparkle to the already fun-filled Magic Kingdom, Decked out literally for Christmas with a giant tree and hundreds of wreaths of hemlock and holly. 
Hemlock is dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> Holly's fine. Wait, didn't the philosopher drink that die? Didn't that go kill Socrates? Socrates. That Socrates. was Socrates' last word was <laughs> Who poisoned me? <laughs> so is that is that accurate, Keith? Did Hemlock kill Socrates? Uh yes. I drank what? <laughs> that was the line. That was the last word he said. That's right. And you know what else he killed? What? What? Hemlock killed the radio star. That's it. Damn oh. it. <laughs> Kill philosophy, Hemlock radio. Killed the radio star. What? So, theme park in 71 had lights and decorations and Main Street shop windows and plenty of poinsettias and 50,000 pansies as well. And the town square had a snowy 50-foot Christmas tree selected and cut from a farm in Paradise, Michigan. And 1,200 lights. They were spending a lot of money back then, and giant ornaments adorning the tree. That's expensive. Yes, it yeah, is. back then, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. It's illuminating to know that. And by the way, they had a thousand pansies, but only fifty-three of them were Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. You see how that works? So you just no, never mind. <laughs> because the Atlanta Falcons have never been to Disney World because they've never won the Super Bowl. Ah. 28 to 3. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had, I had, a, I had a cough. Take it. Take it. You bastards. Yeah. Yes. Go, Lee. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Go, Keith. Professor. Go, Keith. Uh, go Lee. <laughs> Anybody wants to talk? Go, Keith. <laughs> All right. So the idea of Christmas decorations in the Magic Kingdom actually worked because Christmas was actually busier than Thanksgiving based on uh, Disney publicity manager Charlie Ridgway. And all 1,500 rooms at the Contemporary and the Polynesian were booked up. Um, and attendance actually increased during that time period due to the holidays. Oh, wow. So actually, for the three days right around Christmas, the gate total, now think about it, this is 1971 numbers, actually were 70,000. So that's what, about 25,000? 20,000, something like that a day. Mm-hmm. Damn. So holidays at the Magic Kingdom, because that's all there was back then, was actually, uh, it actually worked to get people to come visit. But in 1972, they kind of miscalculated a little bit. So in 1972, the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day was open from 10 to 6 p.m. So they anticipated big crowds. So they, they went around to different staff and asked them if they could stay late because of the, the park was so crowded. At 10.30 a.m., they had 40,000 people in the park. But then what happened is around 5.30 or so, right before the park closed, everybody left to go home for um, Christmas dinner. So Disney paid a lot of overtime that night for pretty much nothing because everybody left early. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if they closed at 6, that makes sense, right? Like It's not like they were open until 9 and they had the park... You know, empty for three hours. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, thinking they were going to probably yeah, keep it right open back. later. This was kind of early 70s. Where, you know, they yeah. they probably were going to keep it open. Why would they go around and ask all their employees, hey, can you stay later? That's a good point, too. Yeah. I can see where they would have some overflow or people would be loitering or something around. But if you close at 6, like with me, I'm like, all right, it's 5. Let's start getting it together, guys. we got to get home and eat. I'm sure Disney figured out a way to make that money back up. I'm sure you're right, Lee. That was Eli. Eli, sorry. You got me confused we, with Lee. You get mixed up a lot, yeah. You guys sound the same. Twin. They I'm, do. I know, yeah. I got a thing of shoes, too. I'm not as stylish as Lee, though. But. I know. It's all about the glory. COVID. Oh, I feel bad for this in this case. That's like when you're at the strip club and all the strippers figure that like everybody's going to show up on that Friday night late, and then like it turns out all of the money left 
because they went to eat with their wives and all the strippers just have nothing to do. As a man with experience in strip clubs, I'll, I'll leave that one to you. But I mean, I, I think sure you, that can. <laughs> you are an expert in strip clubs, sir. I no, no. I, I'm just saying, like, it just seems like in terms of people in the park at that point in time, mm. you've got a lot of locals in the park. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. I'm, I'm assuming that Keith. Professor. Professor. I'm sorry. Wait. Yeah, you would. You probably tell me different because you know I just got my claws popped out because it's fun. But uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a, is it a thing where it doesn't have the same international appeal that it does now? So, well, this was 1972. So I mean, Danny's right. It was all basically all lo- locals. Nah, they were all right. leaving the parks to basically go for Christmas dinner. Right. So we so. were both right. No, we were both right because I said international, yep. but yeah, but I was right. more right than you. Obviously so. <laughs> Let me just go put some blood on my said, balls right Keith now. Was I'm, Keith, was I more right than him? Yes, you were, Danny. Then go f*** yourself. Go f*** yourself. Go f*** your body. All right, go ahead, Keith. So well, let's jump ahead a couple more years and kind of um, bring in kind of the religious aspect. So You're going to find a religion after that? <laughs> Praise Jesus! Yes! There you go, there you go. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Amen. So let's talk about one of the big Disney Christmas traditions that lasted for several years, I believe something like 26 years. It was the glory and pageantry of Christmas. Have you guys ever heard of this? Glory of the story at Christmas. That's it. Yeah, every time Eli has an outro. That's it. That's the story. It's all about the You're glory. You're missing out. You're missing out. missing out. So in uh, 1975, the Disney Village Marketplace opened, and this was before, you know, downtown Disney and uh, Disney Springs and all this. So it was more just local shops and restaurants, you know, didn't have Mickey Mouse and all that in, you know, in the stores and you could buy Disney merchandise back then. So the problem is um, nobody was going to Disney Village Marketplace, especially around the holidays. So Disney basically had an idea to try to get people to the Disney Village Marketplace around Christmas to do some shopping, stop at the restaurants. So they actually came up with a Christmas show called The Glory and Pageantry of Christmas, which was held three times a night showing the story of Christmas. So this was kind of the religious aspects where they had 36 performers, live animals, Dickens carolers, and they also brought in local church choirs. Whoa. And they told the story of Christmas. They had Mary and Joseph approach the manger, revealing the child Jesus. And then the shepherds would come and angels would rise between them. Um, not between and behind them. And then a highlight of the show was the lighting of a 45-foot evergreen Christmas tree. So this was kind of the religious aspect of Christmas and presenting this to try to get people to come in the shop. And then Bob, Bob Iger said, hey, put a Mickey head on that baby Jesus. We Damn. need to sell some more Mickey. Eat you. <laughs> we need- <laughs> that was my joke. That was, he took your joke? Yeah, he took my joke. I waited for him to finish. <laughs> he took my joke. That's good. I guess we all getting confused. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That is a, no, serious. That is amazing. Like that they didn't amazing. even. That is that's a way and amazing. Amazing. <laughs> 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 oh, they had the, and amazing. <laughs> that poor child he sleeps there in a manger because he. You know, if, it was, if they did that again today, they'd have Baby Yoda in the little manger. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The businessman. Do you mean Grogu? Grogu. 
I haven't seen that episode yet. Thanks oh, for playing with me. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't spoil it. It is just his name. I said Grogu. I don't know what you think of that. I Grogu thought you said Goku. It could mean anything. It could mean anything. Right. Grogu. I just think that's funny Drago. that like the businessman then. Yes. Oh, yes. Drago. The baby Drago. I baby Drago. Hey, look. Mandalorian, and we're going to talk about it as soon as possible. Yeah, right, after the other episode. But right, really go. quick, I like the fact that like... The businessmen in this time are like, yeah, we're just going to do straight Christmas. But yeah, the businessmen of today, they totally, yeah, they would have totally put another character right in the middle of that. The show wound up being a huge success and it was performed three times a night. And Mm -hmm. over time, the crowds got so big over the years that it was originally back at the Captain's Tower, which was this tower kind of in the center of Disney Village Marketplace. And then it moved to the... uh, dockside stage so more people could see it oh. now disney got smart over time as they started giving out tickets and they said well if you want to see the eight o'clock show um here's the ticket come back in two hours and we have all these shops that you can shop in while you're waiting now what year is this this was seven, well it started in 75 and it actually ran to 1994 no that's crazy okay Dickens, oh, wow. if you got dick in your name you gotta perform at least three times a night i would imagine <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> well, I'm not married, so I got to still go. I got to still go. Need that if you want to perform three times a night. But that's dog saber. <laughs> wow. So wow. Keith, I'm just having fun. Go ahead. So, Keith, you said that, um, you know, that Disney kind of got religious here. So what religions did they include? They had, uh, like, Kwanzaa. They had Hanukkah. Did they have... Was it only like one certain? Well, this was just, the, you know, the Christian um, at this point in time just explaining the birth of Jesus. Ah, uh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Kwanzaa and Hanukkah would be represented in Epcot, you know, later on, but we'll get oh, to that okay. at another point in time. Why well, gotta be late? The birth of Jesus. Oh, oh, it hurts. Can I say something? <laughs> oh my God, that's not how it went. No one gave a shit about Kwanzaa in the 70s. Oh, the truth hurts. Isn't me. that right, Keith? Uh, you know, I don't know. You don't know. Bob, yeah. I'm, <laughs> right. like, I'm going on a limb. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb. I'll go there alone. Watch your branch. You're never alone. You are, were you Michael Jackson? <laughs> you are not alone. After this, yeah, I'm the man in the mirror. I'm just looking at. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no one gave a shit about Quans in the '70s and go, Keith. Yes. All right. So let's jump ahead to uh, 1991. Now this was a really interesting year. So Disney World was celebrating its 20th anniversary, and at the same time period, a couple of Disney resorts opened in '91. Let's see if anyone. Um, has an idea of which ones. Oh, can I? Can I? Go ahead, Danny. This is 71. 91. 91. 91. 91. No, 91. 20-something. No, we were still in high school. 71 was so much easier. Okay. You guys have a gimme here. We just did a show about it back in June. Shh. Don't. Man, don't no make hints. this easy. No, no hints. Hard stuff. Hard stuff. With the Magic Hour podcast, damn it. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> I love hard. Right. So 91. What was the question? <laughs> what what resorts opened up in ninety one? Oh, Disneyland? okay. What resorts opened in ninety one? Okay, Caribbean uh, um, uh, Caribbean Beach. That was eighty eight. Port Orleans. Port Orleans. Yeah. I hear somebody Dixieland. say Port Orleans. That was late. I hope the travel agent would know. That was yep. That opens and there was. Stop! 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 This is fun. All stars. All stars was ninety six. I believe. Damn. Wait. All three? No. 
I don't think all three opened. No, they were the night. They were the, you know, later on, Danny. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'll accept the judge's they, decision. They, they did, they <laughs> the did separately. Decision. Okay. Uh, so, Keith, when did they open? Well, screwed, no, no, no. Don't, don't, no, no, no. Oh, wait, no, no. so wait, don't, I'll, I'll hazard a guess. We will take a guess. Um, okay, Coronado. No, Coronado. Coronado, no. That wouldn't Absolutely work. not. Um, shoot. Wait, did Disney Inn uh, change? At the, I know Disney Inn was open, but I know they changed to mil- strictly military at some point. Yeah, but I'm not really counting that as far as, you know, just changing names. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, All right stop right there. Stop right there. Okay, so not good, counting good job, Keith. Right. Thank you. So Disney Inn to Shades of Green, not counted. So, all right. So oh, Danny, shoot. What are we missing? What is the year again? 1991. 1991. I'm also kind of going a couple months back a little bit. I mean... You can send your hate mail to me later on if you're like, no, it opened up at such and such a point in 90 versus 91. Just just go with it. No, they'll send it to us. We'll just blame. Yeah, we'll just we'll blame it you, you for it. Yeah, yeah no, 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 okay. no worries. Yeah. Um, when you went on that band trip, Kevin, something must have just opened up when you went on the band trip because that was in the band. Well, I don't think people lived in that, this Kevin. back when we were staying off <laughs> I don't think 90, people lived in your 91, ass, 91, I was staying off site. So... <laughs> I could give you an air, like an area, just as an S. Like no, 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 no. I want no clues, no clues. Okay, um, West. Okay, West. Okay, West. Okay, West. No, that was later on. No, you're lying. No, you might be wrong. Yeah, but I'm not counting that as a resort. Not right counting as a resort. Okay. Um, All right, you can just give up here. No, no we never, never give up. That's why never I'm, give up. Never surrender. Never surrender. <laughs> um, so what's a what's a a smaller resort then? My. D- well, it's smaller than your ass, right? Is that what you're I'm saying? Asian. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you measure from the number, you weren't listening before. Um, he said his ass had people living in right. it, like they were from Lilliput. Um, I'm gonna guess. Tell me, Disney Springs, Disney uh, Springs, Yon Beach Club. Yes. Get the f- out there of here. There you go. Yeah, yeah. The Yacht Club opened in November 1990, and the Beach Club opens October 1st, 1991. Whose house? Dude's house. Yeah. All right. I can't believe you guys couldn't come up with that. What's a lot happening? You guys were just totally blanking on those those resorts. Uh, uh, in our defense, we have a uh, a travel agent that we think knows all this, shit, and uh, we were wrong. Yeah, Lee was a little quiet there. Um, I'm very surprised. So next time, um, anybody wants a book at the Yacht and Beach Club for uh, with Lee, um, he might be drawing a blank for you guys. So. Uh, book at Susie Q at what was the uh, at Instagram ad- address? Oh my goodness. Yeah, disco in your mouth. <laughs> We'll be like, what resorts are you talking about? Those are not at Disney. Let's go stay off site. Lee, you do a segment about the hotel. I was, I was, I, I'm the one that told y'all Port Orleans and all that. I didn't want to. I got half the answer. I was waiting for my team to get the other half. Well, what the? F- that's not what we <laughs> you can, do. You can keep going. We, we were struggling here. We were drowning. Yes, we, we, we were we totally were drowning. Kevin you know broke what? equipment. Can I tell you something? When we edit that together, we're going to seem smart as hell. That's right. Yeah. If you tell anybody, they like keep... 20 minutes out of the show right now. Yeah, right? And we're not even halfway even done That's here. Okay. But you know no. what? We didn't give up. We still got that motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. And, and that was good, though. I liked that I threw that in there. That was good. That was entertaining. Very good. Very I could have just skipped right over that, but that was good. That was good. All right. So 1991. So the Yacht and Beach Club Resort opened up. 
Good guess, guys. So, um, <laughs> so it was interesting that due to these new resorts, the um, the parks did something different. Now that the res- the resorts were decorated for Christmas before then, but this year they came up with some really interesting um, holiday decorations. So I kind of just want to get into it a little bit and just tell you, you know, just see what you guys think about this. So first off, the Disney Inn, um, which was the old golf resort. So they kind of had a traditional old-fashioned tree trimming party each evening and they showed mickey's christmas carol and storytelling with snow white and dopey so i'm not really sure why they picked snow white and dopey to do their storytelling because dopey's awesome maybe yeah oh no, so, no. there's oh. no maybe well what about happy, yeah, f- happy. man <laughs> well that does not sound happy dopey's awesome that's my favorite character well he was doing storytelling at the disney Inn in 91 so there he you go he should be oh. yep so now, th- now this one was really interesting. So when you you celebrate Christmas at the Contemporary Resort, they had Goofy Santa. Hey, that works. A little bit. What kind of theme do you think you're having over the Contemporary Resort in 1991? Lights and Christmas trees, and a sheep with three legs. Well, Wait. yeah, definitely well, on the wall there. That's right. Yep. Thank you. But so they decided at over at the Contemporary Resort to have a Santa and Santa Fe theme. Wait, what did Tina Fey do? She had that had show. It was pretty good. And she did the, the commercial. Gotcha. Yes. So they had a Santa Fe theme. So they had Chip and Dale dressed as an Indian and an elf singing Christmas songs with a Western swing band and a singing cowboy over at the Contemporary Resort. Not Fort Wilderness, but over at the Contemporary Resort. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So over at the Grand Floridian, they had choir mistress Minnie singing holiday songs and giving away warm cider to guests. So nowadays, they probably wouldn't be giving away the uh, warm cider. They would probably charge you four ninety nine for it. But um, I love warm cider. I love warm insider. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this dude's on it. Why uh, you got to be like so vulgar, Lee, man? <laughs> gross. Wholesome. We're talking Christmas, Lee. Come on, here. Christmas, the best time to come down the chimney. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, so so the reason why I brought up 1991 was because this is the year the Yacht and Beach Club opened up. Yes. So they had um, New England flavor with strolling minstrels in the lobby. And what Disney characters do you think kind of um, go with the Yacht and Beach Club? Think... um, you know, New England kind of seaworthy, that kind of stuff. Ooh, um, George Clooney, Captain Hook, <laughs> George Clooney. Cap- <laughs> I'm thinking Perfect Storm. I'm sorry. Well, we we guessed it. Captain Hook and Mr. Spee uh, made no. appearances in the lobby in uh, at the Yacht and Beach Club in 1991. Oh, okay. So now that now this is kind of more close to home for you guys. So the Port Orleans. Resort, when they opened up the resorts, they had their own holiday festivities. So they celebrated occasion Christmas and invited guests to join in a bonfire celebration led by Papa Noel and Br'er Bear and Br'er Fox would make appearances as well. Cajun Christmas? What? Uh-huh. You know, you're going to throw Cajun, it better have spice. At least some gumbo on the side. No. Like quarter uh, Cajun? I, I, have <laughs> to, Cajun. I have to call oh. a question in that one. I don't know. Oh, ha, ha. But, uh, Keith, what do you got, man? Uh, Keith, you said Cajun. Apparently calling to question somebody in Disney um, 
probably um, insurance said, huh, maybe having a bonfire celebration probably is not the best idea. So in 1992, they actually changed how they celebrated the Port Orleans Christmas. So, you know, going back to our episode in June, so Port Orleans, so they said, let's get at a Mardi Gras colored jester who would perform a little show balancing a six-foot ladder on his chin, doing some juggling and commenting, and they also gave out free sugar cookies, hot roasted chestnuts, and cider as well. How high was that fire? Okay. That they felt that it was an insurance day. Like, that's got to yeah, be well, like Was a, it inside, or was it in the forest? Yeah. Or? I think it was in the courtyard. They just kind of had an open fire. Hey, kids, come by the fire. Nothing's going to happen here. Well, I mean, they have campfire stories. I mean, unless the kid ju- jumps in the fire, but usually, like, you have fire pits. I mean, I know there wasn't around like that back then, but I just... I'm okay, I'm okay with chestnuts. As long as the nuts are on your chest is what you're saying? Yes. I, I totally got what you're saying. Because they're warm. They're like comforter. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like the Snuggie, except it's nuts. It's the, the nutty. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's my job. What do you guys think of the uh, Mardi Gras... <laughs> Chester, Jester. Yeah, you know, the Jester thing is not enough for Mardi Gras. Yeah, we see that a lot. Like, that's the thing. It maybe it's a benefit for people who are actually in Disney, but it would it would be like if you had something in your local area, it doesn't excite you as much when you see it somewhere else. I need spice. Well, that's exactly you know what it's like uh, you go and you have gumbo in New Orleans, and then you go to another state and they're like, Hey, you're from New Orleans, try this gumbo. I'm like, no, it fucking sucks. It, exactly it. It's it's you know. Um, That's like Popeyes. I go to Popeyes <laughs> in another state. The shit doesn't taste the same it's as it does. Bland. In no, it's bland. It's bland. Yeah. And so, I mean, to answer your question, it, the thing is, is that if you have this gesture, and we're used to seeing it here in New Orleans during Mardi Gras parades, we're seeing the original thing. So when you go somewhere else, it may not be done justice right. It's a duplicate. So it uh, doesn't really say, oh, yeah, you know, I brought back home. It's just like, like you want to go to Disney. But I mean, I would imagine that, yeah, you would want to see stuff that you weren't used to seeing in your home area. All right. So um, just talking about this gesture again that they had at the Port Orleans. So he would do his little show and then he would leave the audience to the open courtyard by the pool. And with a candle in his hand, he would tell the story of Noel Candle, a French tradition about having a small candle burn in the window on Christmas Eve to light the way for the solitary Christ child. And then they would hand out sheets of paper and the jester and um, Disney guests would sing Christmas carols. So that's how um, in 1991 they celebrated Christmas over at the Port Orleans. Also in 1991, there was a Christmas dinner buffet Um, which was really popular over at the Contemporary um, Resort Fantasia Ballroom. So in 1991, they called it Joy Celebration. But then I guess Disney didn't like the name. So in 1992, it was the Jolly Holly Dinner Show, which ran from 1992 through 1998. And I think, Danny, you caught the show at one point. No, no, no. This one I did not. No, 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 no. I, 92 to 98 was kind of my dead years for Disney because 92, I graduated from high school and had no money, went to college. And by 98, man, I, I didn't start going to Disney again until about 2000. Okay. All right. Well, let me just kind of explain what this um, show was. So apparently this was, um, it was a dinner buffet and it helped, um, basically the show celebrated the magic of the holiday season. So this was over at the Contemporary Resort. It was in a ballroom. And it was a theater on the round, and they had a raised main stage and several small stages around the perimeter. 
And the show took out a holiday village with um, somebody named Papa, who basically recalled his holiday memories. So Papa took out the whole village? <laughs> Was it more like Anakin taking out a whole village? <laughs> That's what I'm Killed imagining. younglings. Yes. <laughs> And that, you know, it had Mickey and the gang, and the Country Bears came out and did a song, and they did a Disney version of Nutcracker Suite, and uh, it had over 100 performers, and the show was held nightly twice, um, 4, 15, and 8 o'clock, and this was a really big show back in the 90s, because if Lee was a travel agent back then, Lee would basically be selling the Jolly Holly dinner um, slash hotel package. What are you talking about, man? Lee Lost Vic, 145 years old. That's so he is, so he is. <laughs> he been booking trips forever. <laughs> I, I was back then when they had the Tyrannosaurus. That's right. Uh, that's that's right. Dinosaur parade. He was booking trips on Abacus. That's right. His first customer was Moses. <laughs> well, you saw me that the other Yeah, day. I was like, dude, just walk on water, man. Just split the sea, and you'll be right over the contemporary. Just yeah. split the seven seas lagoon. You helped him get to Egypt, so that's uh, there you go. No, wait, that's not Moses. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, Moses. Moses parted the water. Okay, I'm, I'm getting Moses. You, you good little Catholic boy, you. <laughs> I get Moses and Noah mixed up. Oh yeah, yeah no, no. All Noah did was riding the boat. Yeah, he uh, got the boat. All the all the yeah. animals from Jungle Cruise. Right. Yeah. That's gonna be on the next show. Yes, moisture. Moisture. <laughs> what? That was the name of the boat. So as time went on, um, Disney just kind of tried different things. So in 1992, they had snow, which was um, white confetti, over Pleasure Island. And on Christmas Eve, they gave out free eggnog and cookies. Now, the key word there is free, um, wow. which you wouldn't find nowadays. Oh, I miss Michael Eisner. So they, ha- you know, they had some snow, which was a big deal. I remember, you know, going down to Florida and being like, "Oh my God, it's snowing here!" You know, just because it's a novelty, but it's really just, you know, either snowflakes or apparently white confetti over at Pleasure Island or but- foam or foam, so- yeah. Or foam yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, kind of whatever. But still, that's pretty cool, man. They gave away free eggnog and cookies, made it snow. It didn't charge you for any of that. Yeah, but you had to pay to get in. It was free admission that night no, too. No, no, it was free admission. Free admission. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of you know that's kind of cool. And then the dinner shows, the Hoopty Doo Review, and Broadway at the top, and the Polynesian Review. They all added holiday music during the holidays, just to make it a little bit different, a little bit, um, just kind of a holiday flair, or whatever. Yeah, so no, that's special. I like a that. little special. Yeah, that's they put good. a little Santa hat on the pig they roasted. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Love that pork. There you go. Put a red nose on it too. This was kind of interesting. So in 1994, and they only did this one year that I could find. So they had that was some- a great album. 1994. 1994. <laughs> jump. Might as well jump. <laughs> 1984. Ah, damn it. We're still talking about the past, though, yeah. so it works out. Yeah, it works. <laughs> the 10-year anniversary of the album, 1984. <laughs> and then 20 years was 2004. And 30 years was 2014. Long live Eddie Van Halen. Yes. That's right. R.I.P. Yeah. So in 1994, they they had this um, they had something called the Holiday Spirit. So this was a special holiday wine tasting and buffet, which was sponsored by the Disney World Food and Wine Society, which I never heard of since then. And this was a separate ticket, and it was only a one night event. So I guess it was this, this was kind of the first preview of food and wine going back years before it was kind of you know there. I think food and wine started around '96. So this was, I guess their first attempt at that so yeah i think the food and wine society kind of evolved into the food and wine festival people 
I thought they were, you were going to say they evolved into the society of explorers and adventurers. Like, what? see, like that that whole hidden underground society kind of the concept. I thought you were going to say they evolved into the extra, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she is, really. Yeah, 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 yeah it's true. So then in 96, it was Disney World's uh, 25th anniversary. So they basically had a you know 25th anniversary parade, and then they added the uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade, which we'll talk about in a, um, another episode. And at night, they had Spectral Magic, and then they had some you know holiday um, shows. So as time progressed with Disney World, they've developed several nighttime spectaculars to you know try to keep guests in the parks longer. Mm-hmm. So it was only natural for Disney to modify these nighttime spectaculars with a holiday flair around the holidays. Sure. Yeah. You know which one I miss the most? What? Spanktro magic. <laughs> Spanktro magic? You know you don't miss that. You do it every night. <laughs> I like to relive it every night. <laughs> Remember the magic. Spank, 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 spank. <laughs> so the first, the first nighttime show they basically modified for the holidays was Illuminations. So they had holiday Illuminations ran for four years from 1994 to 1998, mm-hmm. and this was played during the holiday season instead of the regular Illumination show. Mm. So this show featured Walter Cronkite as a narrator and ran for 12 minutes and had various holiday music ending with Let There Be Peace on Earth. Oh, okay. yeah, that's, nice. a, that's a good closer. Yeah. So then what they did is they took that last segment, Let There Be Peace on Earth, and they modified um, Illuminations in 2004 with kind of a holiday tag at the end. And they did this for several years until recently, just having the holiday tag. And then they had special like red and green fireworks after the holiday tag. So just kind of, you know, making it a little special for the holidays. That's yeah, cool. I watched videos of that. It looked pretty cool. I dug mm-hmm. it. So then the other big thing, um, which they did, is over the Magic Kingdom, they modified Wishes. Wishes. <laughs> they like that modification. Holiday huh? Wishes. Mickey's got some gauges in his ears. It's all kind of <laughs> modified, man. Modified. I like it. So this Holiday Wishes ran for um, 10 minutes, and it premiered in 2005, and sadly it ended in 2018, similar time frame right after um, you know Wishes ended. Well, and yeah. then basically yeah. they pre- premiered a new fireworks show called Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks. Not really the same name as Holiday Wishes, but you not, know. not quite as catchy. It's long, and definitely no. a mouthful. It's got yeah, it's long. Yeah, it's a mouthful. It's mouthful. It's a it's mouthful. It's oh. mouthful. <laughs> right there, you go. Mouthful. So, that's because Mickey's packing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why so, Minnie stays around. What are you talking about? <laughs> Now, one of the the coolest things that I think they did over at the Magic Kingdom is in uh, premiering in November 2007, they premiered the Castle Dreamlights. So these are those icicles that appear on Cinderella Castle. You guys seen this? Yeah, Yeah, of course. I have a picture of that on my phone. Magnificent. Yeah, I mean, they're awesome. I think that's they did a really good job of doing something different with the the castle, but kind of giving you that Christmas feel. Oh, for sure. So then, so apparently the fairy godmother um, would light the lights at dusk with a short show, and this is called Cinderella's Holiday Wish, and this ran from 2007 to 2014, and then Frozen came along, and of course they changed it, <laughs> and now you have Queen Elsa basically um, lighting the castle each night. Yeah, it makes sense, Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Kevin just summed it up perfectly. There was like nothing wrong with what it was like before, but yeah, I, I understand why they did it, but... 
Yeah, whatever. Put that I put that more recent IP in it versus Cinderella. Yeah, you know? it, it yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, and then um, so over at Epcot, they had um, something really cool, which ran from 1994 through 2009. So this was Lights of Winter. Yeah. So so this was a centerpiece of Epcot's holidays world around the celebration. Do you guys remember this at all? Yes, I do. I remember that fondly. I do not. Yeah, it's, it's basically like a big structure, like over that main path going into World Showcase. Oh yeah, yeah, and they had yeah, a bunch yeah. of lights and they okay. had music and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yes, I knew it. I knew it, but I didn't know it by name. Right, right. Yeah, yeah these I'm were sure like giant it. white arches, which they did. Um, kind of like Kevin said, going from Future World to World Showcase. Yeah, it was gorgeous. They have thirty thousand lights and they synchronize it to music. So um, that was cool. Yeah, it was very cool. You know, Christmas 2019 was the last year that Whites of Winter ran because Disney announced that the technology to run this was obsolete, so they basically retired it. Yeah, light bulbs are obsolete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't use light bulbs yeah, we, anymore. we totally retired the light bulb. <laughs> Meanwhile, my neighbor down the street has a... You can tune into the radio, and it syncs up with his Christmas lights. You know, even still, I don't know Come why on. they couldn't just replace it with LEDs. Exactly. I mean, they're, yeah, they're cheaper in the long run. They'll last longer, and they still could have kept it up. Yeah, I don't True. buy any and of this. And the colors are more vivid. Very vivid, vivid, vivid. I don't know if it was just the structure they had, or yeah, I don't know. I don't understand, but I was very sad when that left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. like there's like nothing there now, right? It's like all dark. No, no. I mean, they have the big Christmas tree kind of right in front of you know World Showcase. Um, so lights of winter would you would walk through the arches and lights of winter, and there would be the Christmas tree kind of at the end. But like you said, it's just the Christmas tree now, so it's yeah. it's yeah. Yeah, it's a little you know. But that's the coolest thing. Is like looking through the arches, you see the tree on the other side. When you're in the other side, uh, other entrance of the arches, it looked yeah. pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just waiting to rekindle that McDonald's relationship and bring in the golden arches. <laughs> <laughs> McDowell's? McDowell's. They could probably get McDowell's the sponsor. Yeah, I'd be more yeah. than happy. Well, let's see who puts out the new Coming to America 2. <laughs> there you go. So, and. Uh, Straight to Disney Plus. Better that be premium. Better that be premium. Just $20. <laughs> And then over at, uh, you know, Disney always trying, you know, trying new things. So in the 2016 holiday season, over at um, Disney Springs, they brought in a drone show, which ran for five minutes over the lagoon between Disney Springs and Disney Saratoga Springs. And this was Starbright Holidays. Starlight, Starlight. Any of you guys get to see this one? Uh, I did, but it kind of just droned on and on. (laughs) (laughs) So this was like various drones kind of forming different shapes and, you know, Disney um, Christmas music playing in the background. And the the finale would be the drones would form a dove. All right. So I watched videos of this in my house. You know, I watched like several videos just to familiarize myself before recording Mm -hmm. this show. And, you know, my whole family's sitting there and we're just like, what the hell is that supposed to be? You know, we, we can tell it's moving and doing shape, but you can also tell that some of the drones were working and they were just kind of right. staying in place. Yeah. And at one point it's like uh, my, my youngest and she looks, she looks at the dove and we're like, what is that supposed to be? And she's like, it's a unicorn's butt. <laughs> well, that's a Rorschach. Hell. <laughs> you, well, you're in there, sir. Then they started selling the unicorn butt Mickey ears. <laughs> Needless to say, I was so proud. But you just said, I'm like, what? It's like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, like, where did the sure, hole go? 
I'm sure that's Prince a, is rolling in his grave right now. <laughs> that's not a dove. <laughs> when well, the problem with the, the drones is you can't really get that detailed because, you know, otherwise you need too many of them. Um, and the show was only five minutes. So, yeah. you know, it was Disney's attempt at, you know, trying the drones. And I'm sure that'll be sometime in the future once they kind of perfect it a little bit more. But, you know. Yeah. Well, once we get a little bit closer to Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh boy! <laughs> Let's stay far nice. away from that one. Enter the night. <laughs> what? Oh, what? That's a Spider-Man. What was the Broadway show where they kept falling? What? You remember that the Spider-Man show? Where they, yeah, they I remember. Yeah, Broadway, well, you two did the music and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was making a reference to Spider-Man: Far From Home, where the they movie, had yeah. the whole oh, yeah. the whole thing was based around like all these. Mo- the they were all just drones. Yeah, oh, they, okay. I got gotcha, you. Gotcha, they gotcha. could create an alternate reality where right. you, you didn't see what you were really seeing and. And I remember watching, like, what the? No way. What <laughs> the hell kind of nonsense is this? No joke. You know, I felt so mandarin But uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. And not the chicken kind. Yeah, no. Yeah. I know exactly how you felt. I'm sorry, Keith. Go ahead. No, and then the, the last um, big signature nighttime holiday spectacular was over at Disney uh, MGM Studios or Holiday Studios or whatever you want to call it now. Holiday Studios. That's what I call it. Holiday Studios. Holiday, Holiday Studios. Studios. There you go. Holiday, Holiday Studios. <laughs> so, you know, the big thing over there was the Osborne Whites. Oh, yeah. So, Got to talk about the Osborne <laughs> That was the big thing. That was the big black cat. That's it. Stay on the other side of the street. Watch out. <laughs> Look for Eli. <laughs> and still reaching to the opposite. Cut <laughs> <laughs> the doors open for you. <laughs> So this ran from 1995 to 2015. So it had a good 20-year run. Um, had over 5 million synchronized lights. So this was your ultimate you know, holiday Christmas light spectacular. And Disney was smart because they put it in the back of the Hollywood Studios Park. Mm-hmm. So you would kind of linger there, and they would sell like hot chocolate. And it was just such a good time. It would snow. Yep. And it was definitely a spectacular to go see. Do you all remember where they first, uh, do y'all remember where they first put it? Before they stuck it in that little New York... In the back streets of... Like, yeah. New- oh, God. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it was where the, all the houses were, right? As part of the oh, yeah, but with the Golden Girls and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, the residential street. Resi- yeah. yeah, thank you. Residential street. And then they, when they got rid of that, they moved it over to the downtown sets, mm-hmm. which was cool, too. Yeah, no, the, what was so spectacular about this thing is that, you know, A, again, practical effects. Goes a long way. You can meander through... Take right. it all in in your own time, and then every once in a while it would just go off, and then you'd have all these synchronized lights and everything like that. And so that was really cool too. It was just something special, and I always like when they get. Well, it, it's gone now; it doesn't really matter. But I liked right. when they would use those street areas, you know, because they were such beautifully, intricately de- created areas, and they, they looked exactly like you felt like you were in New York or wherever, and. I, I just I, I wish they would have done more with it, and this was a perfect use of it. No, I th- yeah, it was it was awesome. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I remember even one year, and I still have in my house that they gave out these little glasses that look like three D glasses, but mm-hmm. it's supposed yep, to make like, the lights. Yeah, those two. Yeah, it's yep. supposed to make the lights twinkle even more as you're looking around. Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like yeah. little prism glasses. Yeah. It was really neat. They were supposed to make them look like. Uh, now you can see twinkling. secret stuff. You no, know, you can see secret things too. I mean, I don't know. I no, no, no. He's right. Was, yeah. You, you would see an angel. Oh, he's there right. you oh, go. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, yeah. I have to remember that but that got controversial because it was like religious. And so then they changed it. And then you were seeing stars or Twi- you were it seeing. Made, it made the lights twinkle. So it looked yeah, like it, as you're walking through, it looked like they were twinkling. Well, no, you were seeing like a design. 
There was another. Uh, there was also a design in there too. I can't remember. It started as an angel and then it, it went to something else. I, I it could have been the star. Maybe it was just Twinkling Lights. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've gone. Since I've gone to Disney World. That one was always famous. I saw some lights from an angel that was full. But you know that thing is special for the black cat. Now, Keith, why don't you explain to the listeners? Because I mean, I'm sure we have people who have never. Osborns seen it. have been gone for a little bit. I mean, we're we're old yep. pros, but they've been gone for a little bit. I'm sure people. Now they've made some money that they were teenagers when this was going on. Now they're in college or now they're in the working force and they, they've been going to Disney a little bit more regularly. Why don't you explain a little bit more about that black cat thing and how that was a special attraction in and of itself? Yeah, so um, not to go into the whole history, but the Osborne Whites were actually originally in um, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And basically is a gentleman and his family. And he started off with a thousand whites and just over time he just loved Christmas lights. And in 1993, he had 3 million whites, but the problem is, over time, the whites became a nuisance, and the neighbors wound up suing and went to legal court, and Disney's like, hold on, we'll take it, and we'll move it to Disney Hollywood Studios. So when Disney's unpacking, you know, the kind of the, the Christmas lights, they find this black cat, which I'm sure was part of his Halloween decorations. Yeah, So Disney's right. like, you know, let's, um, actually, let's keep this. And let's just kind of put it into the holiday decorations. And it almost kind of came like a little hidden Mickey. And each year, each yeah. year they would move it to a different location. Yeah. So you had to find the black cat every time That you was went. a challenge. Ah, it was a hidden kitty. Aren't they all hidden? <laughs> <laughs> they are tough to find. <laughs> the hidden kitties. And then somewhere in, uh, in Arkansas, the Osborns were like, where the hell is that cat? Yeah. <laughs> where did I put that damn thing? The SPCA wants to do a light parade. They can't find the cat. It was just here. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, I know. I know. I just... And I misplaced it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> dang it. Here's a dog. Mrs. Osborne's like, did you look on top of the barn? <laughs> <laughs> find it, find if it. If I have to come out there and find that god <laughs> cat, I swear to God. <laughs> it. Halloween's ruined. Baby, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't find the cat. I'm sorry. I was looking for the cat. Can't Damn. find it. I'm going home. Damn it. I'm going to take a bath. This is, uh, this is interesting. <laughs> so going going back to our conversation about the Lights of Winter, where okay. basically Disney said the technology was outdated, that ended in 2009. So they didn't they didn't want to spend the money or it wasn't popular enough. But in 2011, they switched all the Osborne Whites to LEDs Can from regular know? Whites. Oh, really? Go figure. Yeah. LEDs. So, uh. Yep. So apparently that was popular enough. They could switch that to LEDs, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to switch the lights of winter. So, and then they switched it to LSD, and it was a whole different. <laughs> <laughs> you saw different, lights and all kinds of different stuff. experience. <laughs> you saw it was sparkling. It was sparkling, baby. You saw Velociraptor. Yeah, <laughs> all kind of stuff. You saw lights, a sailboat, and some of the big titty mermaids doing that lesbian. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good light show. That's a good light show. Yeah, lights of wonder. Yeah, go get them, Hep Knight. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Keith. So, sadly, in 2015, the Osborne Whites shut down due to Toy Story Land and Star Wars Galaxy Eight taking over the uh, the area. So they had to. Um, you know, shut it down, and sadly, they had nowhere to put it since, and I don't think it's ever coming back now. Do you think uh, they still have all those lights? I, I would hope know. so. I mean, it was gifted to them. I mm-hmm. mean, it's Osborne's legacy. Right. I mean, you know, I would hope those lights are going to be displayed again at some point. I mean, maybe not at Disney, but uh, hopefully somewhere else. I mean, yeah. 
So, B. Osborne White shut down, and uh, we'll find out in the next episode, Ghost of Christmas Present, what they uh, replaced over at Hollywood Studios. What a tease. Good job. Awesome, man. And, man, thank you for bringing that to our, our attention. And uh, if you want to share your experiences and, and memories from the Ghost of Christmas past in the parks, uh, let us know, uh, and we'll tell you in just a second how to get in touch with us. guys we hope you enjoyed that discussion about the ghost of christmas past in the parks if you want to learn more about us magicourway.com is the way to go there you find our social media links past episodes and more and you can also get in touch with us through the following ways to share your opinion you can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget or you can call or send us a text message at one eight one five one weekend that is one eight one five Mo Weekend 669-4226 And of course, we have a couple of guys do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you. And all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics, Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, comic book guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com, right now. Lightfield out. Man, it never gets old every time I hear it. You hear what Rob said from one guru talking about another guru. Check out the work that's out there on Ivory Comics website. Savages for free. Read it for free. Enjoy all that story, all that glory, as well as Project Geisha, Bali Be Damned, and a link to this podcast so you never miss an episode. So you go ahead and check that out. Rob told you so. Deadpool said it. <laughs> you miss it out. You, you miss it out. out. You miss it out. You miss it out. Missing out. That's the best. Miss out. <laughs> Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. <laughs> Missy Elliott. <laughs> Flip it and reverse it. That's it. <laughs> Mr. Meter. Uh, <laughs> you can also check me out on Facebook, uh, Eli H. Ivory, as long as you're a real person or Missy Elliott, totally welcome. <laughs> but if you're a bot, I'll work it in reverse. I don't know because it depends on the reverse position. But anyway. And if you're Missy Elliott, he'll totally be your Stedman. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for being employed. <laughs> um you can also check out the Facebook page for Project Geisha. So, Facebook.com says Project Geisha. On Instagram, right out there, posting up the hearts and the likes and comments right there. So, EIV504, you can find me there. And, of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So, if you appreciate the madness, just bring me Gladys. Thank you very much. The Gladys. And the pips. Bring in the Gladys. <laughs> And the lettuce. <laughs> That's right. And look, uh, if you want to book a vacation so you can go check out the parks during the holidays, you can do so with Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this, sir. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-DISCO-BALLS. 832-I-N-Y-O-M-O-U-T-H. 
I just caught that. <laughs> Why do you even bother to advertise? <laughs> it's catchy, though. It's catchy. They miss it out. Wait, wait was, honey. I want a book with this guy. <laughs> just in your... What the? <laughs> That's too many numbers. Hit the back. What? That's the extension. You got to dial the extension. <laughs> the operator comes on. You dialed in your mouth and uh, hit option one. Wait, before, I don't know what you did, Lee, but somebody you sound really good right now. Oh, it's amazing. The quality um, the I mean, of I technology. The, the second half of the show, I was like, eh, well, maybe he just has good internet this time. But I don't know what it is. It's really it's amazing. weird. Whatever you do. Yeah, don't change. Just keep it. Doing don't, it. Yeah, yeah, don't stop. Oh man, you sound great. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So let's uh, email me at lee at magicartway <laughs> Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash lost travel. Instagram, find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. And if you do need that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no in your mouth of Vika. <laughs> and uh, Professor X, man, uh, tell us how the listeners can find you, sir. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at Disney Thanksgive. Disney Thanksgiving. Give it, not giving. It ends at Javiv. He just gives. He gives. Give. He couldn't afford the yeah. ING. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too many characters. Yeah, too many characters on Twitter. Just yeah, gotta give. Uh, you just gotta. You just gotta. They just give. cut them off. They just said nope. Nope. That's you, it. That's all you get. All, all you do. Well, is you now that he's give. doing Christmas, wait until he changes it to the artist formerly known as Disney. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a symbol. It's yeah, like a snowflake. Day. <laughs> It'll be a turkey. <laughs> a turkey. <laughs> Turkey with a little Turkey hat with on. a Santa hat. There, there you, you go. go. With that's a Santa it, hat. That's it, that's it. Holding the pumpkin. Awesome, yeah. man. Thank you for coming on. We're looking forward to the next two shows where you present the present. I like that. And the future. <laughs> that wrong with presents? Present the present. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so looking forward to that. And look, in addition, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicoway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Away podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up Mickey's with Mickey's not so merry, scary, holly, jolly, magic, holiday, whatever thing. Wishes. Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Outway Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, talking Disney and drawing, I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff.